Are you ready to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. Welcome, welcome, witches, wizards, sisters, misters, all my freaks and geeks and magical peeps. All my folks listening, thank you so much again for joining me at Magic Moon Phase. My name is Kitty, your cosmic coach, and I'm going to actually jump into Leap Day today. Uh, we've got our first quarter moon in Gemini coming up, but before that, we have a day that only comes up usually once every four years, a little leap day, baby. Got a little education, a little attitude for your education. Uh, and I really want to share that with you because it's a very special day to do some magical working, some intentional rituals. But before that, I just want to come on the airwaves and thank you for being here. Uh, I'm steadily seeing the numbers climb of how many listens. Um, we're at 24 countries, and I'm just humbled. I'm humbled, and I'm thankful, and I'm very, very grateful that I have an outlet like Magic Moonface that I can continue to educate myself and help you to maybe understand a little bit more of what's going around on, going on around you. Woo! Let's dive right into it, shall we? Okay. Okay. Leap day is kind of like, uh, apparently, the way to naturally sync ourselves with the heavens. 45, 46-ish BC, Julius Caesar added an extra day to the Gregorian calendar every four years, roughly, to ensure alignment of the Earth with the movement of the sun. The Earth moves around the sun Roughly 365.242 days is how long it takes. Roughly, approximately. Yeah. So you have about a quarter of a day unaccounted for. So adding that extra day actually kind of sort of work itself out. Now, are we perfect? Nope. Nothing's ever perfect. But we're always perfect, right? We're everything and nothing all at once. But it is a way to kind of naturally, as I mentioned, sink yourself to nature again, to the heavens, to the ether, to the universe. And it's a really good day of being intentional, right? It's almost like we have some extra time that we weren't maybe planning on or isn't usually in our calendar to do things we don't usually do. That extra moment to leap forward or really dig into what it is that is standing in our way, right? Pisces season, of course, leap day during Pisces season is a phenomenal time of using this energy to dream and dig into that secret self as we learned in the new moon of Pisces episode. If you haven't listened to that, feel free to do that because we're in that energy all month long. Donkey Kong, let's level up, huh? If we're looking at a leap day in Pisces season, Leap Day being about awakening, about enlightenment, about awareness, about taking that extra time to dig into what it is that we do want to change or release or banish or bring in. It's a day of getting rid of the old and ushering in the new. And, and it's so, I mean, think about that. We have our super moons, we have our lunar eclipses, and these things don't happen often or they're very sporadic, which gives them even more potent of a power to work with. 
So if you're thinking about leap days that only come up every four years or only on years divisible by 400 once in a while or so sporadically, the energy of that is absolutely astounding to work with. So please don't miss the energy of leap day. Okay? Okay. If we are to work with this energy, I want you to think about your root chakra, your grounding, as well as the dreaminess, okay? And the reason I say that is because we're in Pisces season and this leap day is during the moon of Taurus. So our sun is set in Pisces and our moon is in Taurus. So working with those energies, we have dreamy, cosmically connected Pisces along with grounding, practical, foundational Taurus. So this is a great time to dig deep, look at what's getting in the way, and release it, banish it, or use this time to realign or sink yourself again with the heavens' nature. Yay! Because we're also on a waxing moon phase, by the way, during this leap day, it's a great time for action. Can you see how all of these energies are just stacking up in your favor? That's what this is all about. That's what these cosmic energies, once you start paying attention to the numerology, for example, 29, leap day, February 29th, condenses down to the number 11, which is a master number connected to soul, awareness, intuition, which is also a Pisces energy. Digging into all these energies, these numbers, like, can you even feel how excited I'm getting? I just can't even. Okay, I'll chill. I'll chill. What I really want to come out here and say, and I I do get carried away because this is something I'm super, super effing passionate about, though, obviously, because I really enjoy sharing these energies with all of you so that you can plug into any of them. Plug into whatever feels good to you, right? Take what you want and leave the rest, which also leads me to just another reminder that all of these things that I'm bringing out in this podcast are energies that I felt and things that I've educated myself on. You know, they're not necessarily fact, they're feels because cosmic energies are all about feels and connecting to yourself. So these are just, you know, more of a direction or more of a, a guide if it's something that feels good to you. Also, in in a lot of these things that are fact, for example, you know, 45, 46 BC, Julius Caesar, that's not something I made up. Uh, or if there are sources, I definitely include them in the notes. So check those out too if you want to dig in more to what Leap Day is all about, how how it coincides with the movement of the earth around the sun and, and all of the amazingness that are the cosmos. Now, I don't want to take up all your time. So let's dig even deeper into a little bit of what Leap Day is all about. It's uh, actually, I wanted to share this too, which I thought was pretty freaking cool. In 5th century Ireland, England, yes, St. Bridget had a, she stood up for her, for her woman's rights, you know, she really stood up for the sisters and kind of, kind of got a little in St. Patrick's face, you know, put them up, put them up. And she actually kind of said, hey, now women don't get the chance to propose to men. It's always the men's decision to propose to the women. I would like to propose a day to give women to propose to men if they so choose. And St. Patrick decided to give them a day that only occurs every four years. Hey, at least we got one. At least we got one day. I'll, you know, once better than nunsies. It was actually a day made by St. Patrick and St. Bridget to allow women to propose to men. Now, uh, a couple things that stem from that. 
Apparently in early early European countries, maybe Britain-ish, if a man said no, there actually might have been a fine, such as uh, a silk gown or a fine fur. In some of the cultures, apparently they owed them, the, the men who said no, owed the women who asked 12 fine pairs of gloves in which to cover her ringless hand. Now, there's a lot more detail to go into that, of course, and I'm not going to dive too much into it, but I did just want to bring that up because it is a a moment, a, a win, a win for the women. And it's actually been called Bachelor's Day, and it's kind of like the role flipping, the role reversal. So the reason I did want to bring that up is later on, we'll go through a couple rituals or a couple spells, and one of them has to do with role reversal. So that's one thing. Another thing about this day, history.com says, is actually the first warrants of the Salem witch trials went out and were issued on February 29th, 1692. The Salem witch trials actually lasted until early 1693. So the first startings or the first inklings of the Salem witch trials also happened on a leap day. Uh, so just a you know a little history because you got to learn a little bit of that to get to get where you're going. Learn where you came from to get to where you're going. Um, but don't let where you came from define you. You know it's it's a double-edged sword, but at least there's swords. So let's fight and level up. Huzzah! Another little magical thing uh, that I wanted to point out is that because this happens every four years or in years divisible by four hundred. It's almost looked at as a magical portal type of a day where the things that you do here are going to speak to the ether very loudly uh, because also like All Hallows' Eve, Halloween, Samhain, the veil between realms, uh, the spiritual veil is very thin. That is also true on February 29th on Leap Days. The uh, connection and communication and availability to other realms are much more accessible, much more doable, and much more magical, mythical, magical, mystical. A lot of times we can communicate with fairies, the spirits, the fae, whichever you'd like to pull into your magical practice, which wizard sister mister is all about you. And whatever feels good, do it. Mm. Harm to none. Let's just throw that down. So because we're in a waxing phase, let's get into some rituals that we can really connect to. Also, I wanted to go through a couple correspondences if you wanted to just plug in in some natural, actionable ways. As I mentioned, awakening, enlightening, awareness, that extra time to dig into yourself and to leap forward. Whatever you do in leap day or on leap day, the rituals and the intentional actions, you can create momentum and use the energy to leap you forward. So if you make intentions on a leap day in 2020, then what is going to happen and come to fruition on the leap day of 2024? Hmm, let's see. Now, as I mentioned earlier, root chakra, maybe uh, some red jasper is a great grounding stone, some crystals. Uh, bloodstone is a really good self-awareness stone and to connect to yourself. And then, of course, carnelian. I call it confident carnelian, or it's also kundalini carnelian, uh, which is really good for connecting to your confidence, your sacral chakra, your root chakra, that bottom half of your chakra energy portals really connecting to your kundalini energy and gaining self-awareness, energy, intuition, and grounding to your present moment and yourself. 
um, go outside during this time if you do have an opportunity to do so to synchronize with nature and synchronize with the heavens, with the universe, as that's what the main energy of the day is, synchronizing and realigning yourself with nature, the universe, and yourself and what you want to create in the world. Maybe some red and orange clothing if you want to wear right for the root and the sacral chakra to continue continuously ground yourself. Wear some red or orange clothing, maybe some red bottom shoes. If you got some of those, hey, hey. Or maybe some beads on your shoelaces, maybe a red anklet or bracelet on your ankle, something along those lines to remind you that you are grounded, you are protected, you are present, and you are perfect, whole, and complete exactly how you are. Listening to the hertz uh, or the frequencies, the hertz of 256 or 228 are really good for grounding, really good frequencies for grounding, as well as the hertz of 396, the frequency 396 hertz is phenomenal for letting go of fear, which is another good grounding activity. Let's get into some rituals. I keep throwing it down. I know you're ready. You're ready. You're ready. I keep teasing you with it. The first one I want to talk about is, of course, the realignment ritual, the banishing ritual, the protection ritual, just to get rid of what needs to be released for good. Is it an addiction? Is it a relationship? Is it the way you talk to yourself? Shit. Self-hating inner talk. Is that what needs to get the gone out of here? Is it a pattern? Is it a cycle? Is it a way of being that you just know you want to get rid of? What is it? And what needs to be released? Whatever that is, at sunset. At sunset on February 29th, which is really good for releasing icky shit, right? Releasing those addictions, those self-hating patterns. I want you to draw a picture or a symbol or draw something that reminds you of what is needing to be released. And then... Burn it. Burn it with the sunset. As the sun goes down, so does your addiction. So does your relationship. So does the pull or the, you know, curse, the stagnancy. Whatever it is, is broken. When you burn it, it is broken. And then those ashes, send them into rushing, moving water if possible. If not, down a drain or, you know, in a bath, down a drain, somewhere to connect to the energy of Pisces with the water, releasing it, letting it go. Release those emotions, release those fears, release what no longer helps and serves who you want to become. So that's one that we can do realignment. If that's if there's anything I want you to know about Leap Day, it's for realigning yourself to the energies and synchronicities of nature. I wanted to bring up the role reversal because you can actually break societal bonds. With this energy, because we have this role reversal type of energy, I want you to look at what, what societal labels do you put on yourself? Single mom, broken home, blankety blank, 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 blank. Whatever societal label that you put on yourself, break it because you are not where you came from. You are who you want to be because you are in control. So if you are to know you are in control, what, uh, and also how do you should yourself? Okay. How do you should yourself? No one likes to should their self. The shoulds that come up, you should be acting this way. You should be saying this. You should be doing that. You should be showing up in this way, that way, this way, that way. Uh, what, in what ways do you should yourself? 
So looking at those societal labels, looking at ways that you think you should show up because that's what everyone says you should be doing. Instead of doing you, you're doing God knows what because you think you should. I mean, really digging in deep to some of this stuff. The role reversal energy to declare what chains and agreements. What agreements did you make that you don't want to agree to anymore? Right? What does that look like? It doesn't have to be big, but you know, sometimes we we allow labels to run our lives uh, for no other reason than that's what we were told. So these are really good energies for, you know, kind of leaping forward, taking the extra time to dig into this stuff. It's not stuff that we're like, let me think about all the labels I've given myself. That's not something that you wake up and want to do. And if you do, I mean, go you. Yet, I mean, humans don't usually like to look at themselves in the mirror. So this is a really good way to do just that. Uh, With the grounding energy of Taurus, really connecting to that sensibility, that practicality, and that foundation of building that foundation for the next four-year cycle until the next leap day. And on top of that, I wanted to bring up a new beginning or the fact that there are energies for long-term things. It doesn't have to be all about the negative wham-whams that get you down-down, you know, and feel like a clown-clown. It can be about new beginnings. And when you do release and banish, what are you going to fill that in with? If you are doing a realignment banishment type of a ritual, I, I... definitely implore you to also do a new beginning long-term wish ritual. Now, how would you do something like that? Here we go. At dawn, yes, at dawn on February 29th, and I'm working with the natural energies of the day here. Wink, wink. You get what I'm doing? Yeah. At dawn, really thinking about what it is that you want to come to fruition by the next leap year. Create the foundation for future endeavors with the Taurus energy. What power and potency for fortune and success are you going to use this general energy for? And definitely using this portal to send things into the future, send things into the ether, send those dreams and actions and desires and wishes and all that yummy, gooey, chocolate chip cookie stuff. Send that into the future. So in four years, you know, and release it, let it go. Hey, universe, this is what I want to see happen in four years. Here it is. Let it go. You know my desires. I'm raising my frequency, telling you my dreams and wishes. And in four years, those will come to fruition if you believe, because what you believe, you will see. Uh. This is a time of awakening, enlightenment, awareness, using this extra time to dig into realignment what we want to banish or release and then protect ourselves from, as well as what are new beginnings and long-term goals that we want to put into place, that we want to shoot an arrow forward. Speaking of, um, some things that you can do for the new beginnings, if you wanted to create a ritual around that, would be to create like an arrow, um, draw an arrow, any type of an arrow, and, and write on it. Uh, write on that arrow exactly what you want to spring forward. Yeah, think about this portal only being open for a while. Spring that arrow forward, send it into the future, and then just release it, let it go, and believe in your dreams. Uh, In order to release it, let it go, right? The rushing stream again to connect with Pisces. The arrow, the fire, of course, and the Taurus, the foundation. That's what we're doing. So really connecting to these energies, sending that arrow down rushing water will also help it to come to fruition. Woo! That was a lot of lot of cool stuff, though, right? That's what I'm saying. So leap day, I, I you know, kind of kind of bit me in the butt. I'll be honest. So I did a, a a lot of 
digging. I did a lot of edumacating myself. And I wanted to kind of culminate and summarize exactly what it was that I found. Of course, please feel free to dig into Leap Day and what it might mean for you. Um, But whatever ways that you want to sink to yourself, sweet soul, I invite you to connect to nature, do some grounding, do some dreaming, projecting of yourself and what you want into the future on this Leap Day. That was your just the tip there for Leap Day, how you can get the most out of that. Just the tip. Next, we're going to go into first quarter in Gemini during Pisces season. Stay tuned. I'll be right back at ya. Witches, wizards, sisters, misters, if you are in the Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Twin Cities area, I want to invite you to the Full Moon in Virgo Magical Meetup in North St. Paul. It's going down on Saturday, March 7th, starting at 6.30 p.m. CST. And we want to invite you because it is a donation-based and trust. If you can't make a donation, no thang, chicken wang. We just want energy. We want you to connect to your spirituality, connect to the collective, and really gain awareness and alignment within yourself. So March 7th, it's a Saturday night. Join us for group Reiki. I'll be doing a moon-based, Virgo energy-based, really deep visualization meditation style thing. My girlfriend Shannon is going to be doing an amazing yoga sequence specifically for the Virgo energy to really connect to yourself and connect to the energies of the full moon in Virgo. So if that's something that really trips your trigger or you want to learn more about it, please check it out. The very first page of magicmf.com. It is right there, right there on the front page. Can't miss it. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Magicmoonphase at gmail.com, phase F-A-Z-E, or just reach out on the website, magicmf.com. Let's do a little moon therapy. There really is a sort of therapy by connecting to the moon and connecting to yourself through it. It's almost it's almost like you become the therapist with guided actions, rituals, and intentional motions to raise the vibration of the collective. So come get your moon therapy on with the Magic MF crew. If you have any questions, I'm happy to be here for you. Thank you so much and keep listening for First Quarter in Gemini. Hey, hey, okay, welcome back to Magic Moon Phase. We're gonna be digging into first quarter in Gemini. Although I'll be real honest, that moon meet that you just heard about is gonna be off the chain, gang. So sign up if you wanna donate, awesome. Just come and sit in the energy of being amazing. Check it. So first quarter moon phase, right? We're getting into that 90 degree aspect. We're getting into potentially perceived trauma crisis. Just a little bit of resistance. And it's okay. The first quarter moon is a great time to commit. It's time for action, right? We're in the waxing phase. We're building up that momentum, really working on the growth and the strength and the commitment to ourself. Taking root, the seeds that we planted back in the new moon phase are starting to really come to fruition, starting to show signs of growth. So let's let's go back to what we were talking about putting into motion 
in the new moon phase of Pisces. What is it that you wanted to create? What were the intentions that you threw down? What action steps did you really want to pull in? Or, you know, what things did you want to do that you ain't doing? Let's just throw it down. What's getting in the way? What is getting in the way of you creating what you wanted in your life? What's standing in the way or what way of being? What way are you showing up? Or what's, what's really irking you right now? It's an awesome time to recommit. Let's go back to the new moon of Pisces. Let's go back to what we wanted to put into motion. What patterns and habits did we want to create? What people did we want to call in? What things did we want to do, whether it would be self-care, self-love, showing up for others? What, what things are not happening and what are happening? It's a time to just reevaluate, recommit to what's working, and reevaluate what's not. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, but not. I get it. Not really. Now, we're in uh, Pisces, sun season. Yes, okay. Um, And if you haven't listened to the new moon in Pisces sun season episode that just aired last week, please feel free to go do that because we're in that energy all month long. Yet, when we are in Pisces energy sun season and the moon in first quarter is going to be in Gemini, we have both of those energies to work with. So Pisces, of course, dreamy, cosmically connected, super intuitive, introspective, real deep, real getting down and dirty with all of the secret selves kind of stuffs. And then Gemini, which is very social, communicative, all about community, all about, you know, connecting your best friends and your siblings, by the way, best friends and siblings, the house of Gemini. And I really want you to think about what would it look like to connect with your best friends to talk about your dreams. If we're to put both of these energies together, it's a really good time to connect and chat and dream and scheme with people that support and lift and listen to you spill your secret desires and your super, super awesome self, right? Who are those people and who can we talk to that we know will create a space for us to just go crazy? Prince, let's go crazy. Let's get nuts. Looking for the purple banana till they put us in the truck. Let's go. Who are those friends? Who are those friends that are going to let you just spill all your secrets and all those desires that may seem crazy, but during Pisces season, we're really cosmically connected to what it is that sets our soul on fire. And, you know, those are great. Those are great things to share because that in itself, you even saying it and sending it out into the ether, that raises your frequency. It raises the vibration of the collective because that's energy. Words are powerful. You know, write stories, say it out loud. And what does that feel like to put your dreams into words, put them into actual doable steps? I, I, I imagine that would feel good if. So I don't know if, I don't care if you have to write it down, write a story about it, write a poem, right? Scream it. No matter what you do, as long as you are surrounded by people that love you, that support you, that lift you and will listen to all your crazy awesomeness, that's what I want you to seek out during the first quarter in Gemini. That is how you can plug into the energy much more efficiently than if you were to do nothing at all. Yeah. 
because Pisces and Gemini are both mutable signs, it means that they're super into flow. They're super transformative. They're all about transformation. They're all about connection. They're all about going with the flow. So in order to go with the flow, what does that feel like here in the Pisces Gemini first quarter moon? If you were to come up to some resistance, plug into the flow, plug, in, plug into recommitting to what feels good. Take what you want, leave the rest, whatever you send comes back times three, chickadee, if that's what you believe, coolio. Holla, holla at your girl. Speaking of holla at your girl, thank you so much again for joining, for being here, for listening, for subscribing, for following, for sharing, for being a part of the Magic Boon Phase community. If you have not joined us yet on any social media sites, please feel free on Instagram at Magic Moon Phase. I share some pretty cool stuff all the time. Uh, Facebook, of course, Magic Moon Phase, or if you want into the more private group, Magic MF. Or if you wanted an even more, more private group, we have the SOS, the Spiritually Open Squad, which meets every new moon and full moon to discuss even more in detail with live question and answer sessions about the energies and how we can connect to them. If that's something you want to connect to, I'm about it, about it. Again, my name is Kitty. This is Magic Moon Phase. You've got Leap Day. Yes, Leap Day coming up on February 29th and the first quarter moon in Gemini coming up on March 2nd. We will then, of course, be talking about Virgo full moon coming up then on March 8th. So we've got a lot coming up. Thank you so much for being here. Share with me how you're feeling in this Pisces energy. How are you doing? Are you doing the deep inner shadow work? Are you doing the things that really, really set your soul on fire? And if not, let's do a moon map to really start getting some action steps and divine direction. Who doesn't want that though? I know I do. So if you do too, I will talk to you soon. Otherwise, thank you so much again for being a part of this community. You have my heart, you have my soul. Thank you for your feedback, your following, your presence, your love, your energy, and your light. I send it back to you. You can be, do, and have whatever it is that you want. So please continue to go make some magic, motherfuckers.